recorded in front of a live studio audience. Coming to you dead in front of a dead studio audience. 31 days, 31 podcasts. It's Helpful Snowman Potoween 2023. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Potoween 2023. We're doing uh, Halloween specials. And today we have the Wacky Adventures of Ronald McDonald, Episode 1, Scared Silly, released October 9th, 1998. Now, this is a uh, hybrid cartoon, just kind of like the Mario show. It's a hybrid real life and cartoon thing. Um. Which is, it was weird. I mean, it's weird. Okay. What's weird about this one is it's uh, much better in terms of, like, quality than it has any business being. Um, the animation and the character designs are great. It looks a lot like an Ah! Real Monsters thing, which I watched the credits and makes sense because it was produced by Klasky Chupo. And uh, the music was done by... Um, Mark Mothersbaugh and a couple other people. So basically it was the same company that did like Rugrats and Real Monsters and a few other shows like that, right? And so um, right off the bat, the animation and the characters just kind of look good. Uh, good to great, if I'm being honest. Okay, so it starts off and it's very like um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure slash Pee-wee's Playhouse, because it starts with a uh, real-life Ronald McDonald getting out of bed, and, you know, he's got, like, a wake-him-up-in-the-morning machine, kind of like Pee-wee's breakfast machine, and his house is fucking crazy, and it kind of looks like Pee-wee's Playhouse. And uh, the top of it has, like, a big window that's, like, encased by the golden arches, um, you know. But other than that, something I found very weird about this show... I was expecting it to be very heavily, like, I don't know, some shit like, we'll eat these french fries, that'll give us the energy to, you know, save the day, or something. I don't know, I don't, I don't know exactly what I was expecting, but something like that. I was expecting this to be more of a McDonald's commercial than it was, and it was actually much less of a McDonald's commercial than I anticipated, or, it, as a McDonald's commercial, it was a lot more subtle. Like, they didn't Nobody ate McDonald's food or visited a McDonald's in the entire thing. The only thing that was McDonald's of it was Ronald and the other characters were in it. And then, uh, you know, they lived in McDonald land. And that was it. And in the first episode, they leave McDonald land almost immediately. Okay, so we have Ronald McDonald, who is kind of freaky looking as clowns go. I mean, to be fair, in a manner of thinking, he's probably the deadliest clown in history. If we buy into the idea that Ronald McDonald sort of coerced a lot of kids into eating McDonald's, um, you know, he probably has a higher body count than John Wayne Gacy, who would probably be the second deadliest clown in history. But, you know, I don't know. I'm not like a huge believer in that whole thing of like the supersize me thing. I have questions about it, but also I'm like, eh, you know, I don't know. I don't 
know that Ronald McDonald is what kids like about McDonald's. You know what I mean? I think they like, it's like terrible food, but it's good. It tastes good. It's maybe like the ultimate version of like, but it tastes good. And isn't that what kids like? You know, mac and cheese, shit like that. I mean, whatever. So it starts off and uh, we're watching Ronald do stuff in his real life house. And he has a dog. And the dog is really freaky looking. And so I figured out what happened there is the dog is like a big puppet that was made based on it must have been a drawn design first. Um, and so it was drawn in that weird Klasky Chupo style. And then somebody was tasked with like, turn this into a real life thing. And that person, God bless him, did it mostly. <laughs> Kind of. Um, I would say they succeeded. And so when I was looking at the IMDb for this too, uh, like the second listed actor is Vern Troyer, mini me himself. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I didn't recognize his voice as any of the cartoon voices. And the only other characters who appear are real life Ronald and real life dog. So I'll give you one guess as to which of those two Vern Troyer played. But I was like, huh. So I guess he was in a dog suit playing that dog, which I, that was, that must've been one of the freakier costumes that he was in. I think he was probably in some pretty freaky costumes, but holy shit, that one probably takes the cake. So anyway, uh, they decide to go camping with all their, you know, their friends. So this includes Grimace, who's a big scaredy cat. That's kind of his character trait. You've got the Hamburglar, uh, who is basically an asshole. He's, he's the character from all cartoons that you're like, why do you keep this guy around? Like, he's, not only is he not useful, you know, when you look at the Scooby-Doo gang, you're like, I mean, Shaggy's not useful, but he's not actively harming anything. And you're like, this guy's like a real dick. You know, it's the Pee-wee's uh, playhouse, was it, Randy the Puppet? who would, like, ruin things on purpose, and you're like, why do you let this guy hang out here? Fuck him. Uh, there's Birdie, who is, whose character trait is girl, because, you know, a <laughs> girl. Then there are, like, uh, I don't know what they are, the Nuggets? Nugget? They're the Fry Kids, who I, who I understand what they are. They're like, you know, they look like little pom-poms, right? But these nuggets are like little nuggets and they're not like the toys you would get, okay? That had it was like a chicken McNugget with a human face, which is I guess weird. The nuggets are like imagine a chicken nugget, um, but then they have like a beak and eyes and bird legs and maybe wings or something. So they're like <laughs> they're like these um creatures, these monsters stuck halfway between being a food item and being a living bird still it, it's very bizarre and uh i think if i read the, read this correctly uh those characters did not appear in later specials of this variety so like which makes sense um because when i was looking at them i didn't even know what they were and then someone was like where did the nuggets go and i was like oh is that what that's supposed to be what the fuck um, so they, Ronald McDonald goes down, like he goes through a ball pit down a slide and then transforms into a cartoon. 
as he's doing that. And I was like, okay, I see how this works. I'm not entirely sure why they have the wraparound of real Ronald McDonald and his real dog. You know what I mean? Also, by the way, I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, if you're going to put a weird dog with Ronald McDonald, just make it a real dog. Just pick a, a generic looking dog and, uh, you know, get a wishbone in there. That's going to be so much better. Because it's like, I, w- I would prefer to think of Ronald interacting with a real dog. I feel like that softens the clown thing versus like his horrible freaky dog that it's like, I could just picture this thing going on a fucking rampage Cujo style. It's, it's all too easy to picture. Um, so anyway, they go camping. This is, here's another thing. This is like a 40-minute special. I was like, how long is this going to be? It's like a solid 40 minutes. There's no you know, commercial breaks or anything. So we do take kind of a journey because we're in real world. Then we get in a car and they take a car trip. Then they get to a wilderness area. Then they hike into the wilderness. They get chased by a bear. Then they, at which, at which point Ronald uses his magic, which he makes a door and then kind of roadrunner style, just makes a door out of nowhere, opens the door and the bear goes charging in through the door and then Ronald closes the door. I think this is the only time that he uses any kind of magic. So it's a little weird because you're like, if we didn't have this bear chasing them, we could have completely done without any magic whatsoever but whatever um so they're camping and then something happens that i can't really remember that causes them to go wandering around and they find this like spooky looking house slash castle where there's rumored to be uh the whole time they're talking to about like i don't know professor so-and-so who wanders the woods and kills people basically uh, oh, also, there's a kid, just like a real life little girl, basically. But she's animated. She's like the only human character, I guess. I don't know if Ronald McDonald technically counts as a human. Like, in the McDonald's lore, I'm not sure if there's anything under that makeup. You know what I mean? Is there an underneath the makeup, or is it makeup and then you just hit bone? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Is the red hair like a wig or is it just like if he grew out a beard, it would be the same color? I don't know. Are his feet gigantic in those shoes or is he wearing clown shoes? I don't know. Um, so they end up in this castle where they have to like solve a series of riddles in order to get through the castle or something. And the whole time there's like this kid or this, uh, I just ruined it for everybody. There's like a Wizard of Oz face who's like the quiz master and giving them hints to get through like a house of mirrors and stuff. And, you know, eventually they find out that it's just some kid and the kid took over his father's mansion, which his father built for something. It's it seems like it's verging on one of those. We just watched the movie Deep Blue Sea, right, about killer sharks. And it's so fucking awesome because that movie is the ultimate version of a very 80s 90s action movie plot which is scientist made a thing and then is completely shocked when this terrible idea they had turns against them somehow deep blue sea is like i had never considered that making a shark like 25 times smarter 
could possibly present any kind of danger to anybody. <laughs> like, you're like, really? You, you, you had no thought that that could be a problem. Um, and that kind of seems to be what this scientist is doing. He's like, I don't know. I don't know why he made a house of horrors with, you know, uh, very gentle saw like traps in it, like a house of mirrors or whatever, but he did. And his son took it over and anyway, it ends and they're all like, can we all go camping now? And the son is like, I want to go. And so he does. Cause you know, the McDonald's people aren't, aren't bastards. It's a very, uh, it's a very, like, the power of friendship kind of thing. You know, Grimace is like, I was scared before, but now you're here with me, Ronald. I'm not scared anymore. <laughs> um, so anyway, the wacky adventures of Ronald McDonald, I'd never really come across this, and I was, like, curious about it, because I was like, why are the, uh, why is it so, why is the, uh, production value so high you know what i mean like this doesn't really make any sense and then i i found out so these were like special vhs tapes that were released you bought them at mcdonald's for like three or four bucks or something like that and so i was like oh i i guess that's how this is marketing okay because the very end the very very end so it cuts back to real life ronald and the dog are watching a scary movie which they were doing it towards the beginning and they're back watching the scary movie and Ronald's kind of like, are you sure you want to watch this before bed? And the dog's like, it's fine as long as you're here with me, buddy. And it ends. And then we cut to outside Ronald McDonald's weird mansion. And he comes out of a porthole and is like, um, hope I'll see you soon in person at McDonald's and then goes back in. That was like the only mention of McDonald's specifically. And like, I work in a marketing capacity. I'm not going to say I'm an expert. I'm not really a big believer in the idea of like, if you just mention the thing a hundred times, people will buy the thing. I mean, I guess it's possible, but I, I, I find that to be dubious, a dubious claim. Because I have probably seen as many Pepsi commercials as I've seen Coke commercials. I don't prefer Pepsi because I don't think it tastes right. But, you know, I don't know. But it also, that hasn't caused me to purchase Coke. You know what I mean? Like, more than I would otherwise. Like, I will probably buy a mini, a pack of eight mini Coke cans once a year. <laughs> and it'll last me six months. <laughs> I don't know. It's not working. Anyway, so it's like a, a marketing scheme, I guess. But it doesn't seem... I don't know. I have to believe that the money they put into this versus the money they got out can't, can't be right. But there were a total of six episodes. Uh, the next episode was The Legend of Grimace Island. Ronald and the gang go out on a journey to Grimace Island where Grimace's species is originated after Grimace receives a letter supposedly by the island's residents asking for help. Unbeknownst to everyone, the letter was actually written by pirate captain One-Eyed Sally and her first mate Blather in a scheme by the two to follow the gang to the island in order to seize the Grimaces' legendary treasure for themselves. Uh, alright. I, when I looked these up online, you know, the Reddit talk was all about the legend of Grimace Island, and everybody's kind of like, I thought that was a fever dream, because there's no way that could be real. But I guess it's real. 
I guess we find out what Grimace is. Then we had the visitors from outer space. Hamburglar tricks the gang into believing that aliens have come to Earth so he can steal McDonald Land's hamburgers without interference from them, which costs him their trust in him when they find out. Later, Hamburglar gets abducted by real aliens after foolishly accepting an offer to go on vacation with them, not realizing until too late that the vacation lasts thousands of Earth years. Despite being angry at him for his lie and prank, Ronald and his friends go on a mission in outer space to rescue Hamburglar. Uh, note, Ronald and Sunday, that's the dog, go down the ball pit slide for the last time as this is the last episode to have the original introduction and closing. It's also the last episode where Sunday appears in the live action segments. Prior to this episode, there was a Rugrats episode with the same title. Yeah, see, that makes sense. I, I would imagine them cutting out the real life thing doesn't seem to lose them much. So that's kind of an X-Files-y thing. Uh, let's see. Then we had Birthday World. Hamburglar is upset that he forgot Ronald's birthday and does not have a present for him until an evil mad scientist named Professor Thaddeus J. Pinchworm gives him tickets to a fake amusement park called Birthday World. This is actually a great idea. And that's where you take everyone on their birthday? What a fucking awesome idea. During their visit, Ronald and his friends quickly become disappointed to find that most of the park's rides are broken and or malfunctioning. Then they ride a roller coaster which turns them into toddlers and babies with a ray. The gang then discovers that they were test subjects for Pinchworm's evil scheme to use a bigger version of the ray to de-age the world's population in order to achieve world domination. <laughs> Holy shit. Despite the fact that the work has left their abilities limited, Ronald and his friends set out to stop Pinchworm's scheme and restore themselves to regular ages. Wow. Uh, that's pretty... Oh, uh, note, a new opening sequence was made for this episode and the next two. As a result, Sunday no longer appears in the live-action segments, but is heard once off-screen. <laughs> that is the ultimate way to cheap out on that. They're like, well, we can't pay Vern Troyer money. We'll just have him say something from off-screen. That's fine. The kids aren't going to notice. Kids are dumb. Uh, in the famous words of whoever that guy was from The Simpsons. Or maybe that was Wayne's World. Kids are dumb. Um, anyway, what a crazy plot. He was going to test a ray on them that turned them into toddlers, and then he was going to turn everyone in the world into toddlers because then he could take over the world. I mean, I guess it tracks. Except it seems that they're still possessed of their adult thinking abilities. So, you know, I guess he could beat up everybody. But, you know, I don't know. Have time, will travel. Okay, so we've had aliens and dealing with relativity, and now we're going into time travel. While helping Franklin clean up his father's lab, Ronald and his pals stumble across a time machine in which Hamburglar dreams up a crazy scheme to use the time machine to get out of cleaning, and they end up getting lost in time. Their time travel adventures take them to prehistoric times, where the time machine is nearly digested by a Tyrannosaurus and they meet their caveman ancestors. Medieval times, where they entertain the spoiled young King Murray with, in order to save a captured birdie. The Wild West, where they discover Hamburglar's ancestor, Henry H. Burglar II, whom the residents mistake Hamburglar for. And the Disco Era, where they briefly encounter Mayor McCheese. That's amazing. I mean, like, what? 
this is crazy. Like these sound not terrible. Um, last we've got six, the monster O McDonald land lock. The gang travels to a Scottish expedition known as McDonald land lock where Sunday's cousin Scotty lives. They also come across a plot by a mad scientist. Mad scientist is linked on Wikipedia. The mad scientist is a stock character of a scientist who is perceived as mad, bad, and dangerous to know or insane, owing to a combination of unusual or unsettling personality traits and the unabashedly ambitious, taboo, or hubristic nature of their experiments. (laughs) Mad scientist named Stiles and his assistant Pips attempt to build a replica of the Loch Ness Monster in order to make money from the discovery. Bertie befriends the real Loch Ness Monster, who's named Simon, and wants his existence to be kept secret. Despite not being good at keeping secrets, Bertie agrees to, but this becomes difficult when Styles and Pip's scheme goes awry, putting everyone in danger. Oh, this is the rarest of all six, as it was only released online on the Klasky Chupo website on January 30th, 2003, as opposed to McDonald's stores. The episode was titled The Legend of McDonald Land Lock on most websites. It was also Christine Cavanaugh's final acting role, released approximately two years after her retirement. Huh. Oh, she died in 2014 at 51. Oh, my God. She was the voice of Chucky in Rugrats and Goslin in Darkwing Duck, Bunny Rabbit in Sonic the Hedgehog, Oblina in Real Monsters, and the title characters from Babe and Cartoon Network's Dexter's Laboratory. What happened to her? Oh my god. It doesn't say why she died. That's terrible. What a terrible thing to find out. You like how I'm like most affected by the loss of this person that I never knew, but it's like, hey, she was only 51. That's so young. And also, su- such, a part of, uh, such a part of my childhood. Oh, man, what a bummer. What a way to end an episode. Well, we don't have to end there. <laughs> I did want to end with this. Um, there's a user review on IMDb that is titled Funny with four exclamation points. You may not believe it, but this movie was extremely funny. Maybe some exaggeration, but okay. And I don't mean it was funny because it was bad. It wasn't bad at all. It was surprisingly very well done and funny. I agree that it was well done. Some of the jokes were a bit much and almost made it deserve an PG rating or higher, but most stay out of the gutter and sexual joke area. Uh, I have no idea what she's referring to at all. I can't remember any joke that was even like about like a fart or something or peeing or uh, anything, really? There's nothing I recall that is remotely uh, taboo, as joke-wise. Like, I don't know. If you enjoy the humor in such classics as Ghostbusters and American Beauty, you will love this film, and I guarantee you will want to purchase it right away. Is this real? I mean, this was written in 2005. Um, let's see what other... What other reviews? Shawshank Redemption, this person reviewed, around the same time. It's this kind of movie that lets you know the beauty of the world. 
Although it's kind of ironic, almost all of the movie takes place in a prison, the one place in the world where you'd think you'd be restricted from it. Okay. Uh, return to Horror High. You just don't even want to know. Wow. Oh, and I'm saying this is a spoiler just in case I say something or whatever. You start up at the movie and you laugh at the exploding breast and John Travolta running around. Zany stuff. <laughs> okay. I don't think this was an ironic review. I think this was a legitimate review, um, which is pretty crazy. I mean, <laughs> comparing the wacky adventures of Ronald McDonald scared silly to American Beauty. Like, I don't even know. I know there's been a, a sort of reassessment of American Beauty, but like, eh, that might be a stretch. 